Hey folks, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the concept of monetizing from Dungeons & Dragons, so stay tuned. What's going on folks? I hope that everyone is having a great day. I wanted to talk about monetizing from gaming, specifically from Dungeons & Dragons. It seems that this topic is a sensitive one, and for those on the internet, it really is a topic of debate. It's quite literally two sides to the argument debating on this issue, and I'm not going to lie, I I hear both sides of the argument, and I empathize with them. So, you know, for all you out there, I do empathize with you all, and I can see the logic from both sides. However, my personal opinion on it is that I don't really see anything intrinsically evil or wrong with monetizing from any form of gaming. So as long as you are not putting yourself in a moral conundrum and you're not doing anything to kind of go against your personal beliefs, I think that it's okay. So first and foremost... Let me explain what monetizing is for the folks who may or may not fully understand. Simply put, monetizing is the conversion of of non-generating assets into a source of income or a source of revenue specifically. Underline the word revenue. Just, you know, keep it in the back of your mind. That is... Basically, in layman's terms, just means that you're taking something that doesn't typically generate, you know, dollars or bills or paper, whatever you want to call it, into a source of revenue. So this can be a blog about your, you know, about your favorite foods. This can be a podcast. This could be a blog or a YouTube channel. You know, whichever, you know, form you do or you, you know, kind of choose you can monetize on that subject and you can use a multitude of avenues to do so Uh, you know there's a couple of different ways so and from the gaming perspective if for example you have a gaming vlog or a gaming twitch stream or whatever it is you know you can have advertisements you can or, or slots for advertisements excuse me you can have product placement you can have kind of like spoken word advertisements that you talk about, that you say. Um, there's a bunch of different things that you can do from it. You can also, you know, become an affiliate member of that certain brand or product that you're promoting or that someone reaches out to you to promote. Either way, there's a bunch of different ways, right? You know, and like I stated earlier, you can monetize from literally everything from makeup tutorials, food, Uh, Heck, I mean, some of my favorite vloggers are in the Pokemon Go community, and as you can tell, they monetize off of Pokemon Go. So, if we take that and place it into the D&D world, we can start saying, okay, you know, some of our favorite D&D-centric shows are probably earning some money, right? You know, they have certain sponsorships or endorsements. You know, they're, they even probably have some advertisements in which they monetarily benefit from something. Now, again, it's not a bad thing. Just putting it out there. It is not a bad thing to make money from your passion. That's what's called, you know, living your dream job. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this a lot. Shout out to Gary V. You know, he talks about monetizing from that. 
And I think it's pretty cool. I think that um, the ability, especially in this day and age, we have that ability. Um, D&D is pretty much in the same scope, right? We can monetize from that. If Or rather, you know, I say we because we are in the community. Anyone in the community can say, hey, you know what? I'm going to start selling dice. Or, hey, you know what? I'm going to start selling minis. Or, you know... I'm going to start creating ebooks for, you know, D&D or, t- or, or tabletop games, whatever you decide, you could still monetize from it. Um, but with all that being said, I've encountered, and again, I still, I support both sides, but I've encountered a specific group in the community that does not agree with the paid, with the concept of paid dungeon masters. Um, that's one specific way in which they've talked about monetizing i've spoken to some of them and they've pretty much told me hey yeah we don't have a problem with dnd comp or you know gaming companies uh rising up we don't we don't care about the dice companies that are being you know that are popping up this concept of a paid game master this service industry so to speak um there's a huge problem with i believe and again i can prove it through the certain comments and through all this other stuff but you know, I've read these comments and they've talked about how they, you know, the the person who is charging for um, game mastering services should not be charging. They should not, there should never be a paid service for being a game master or a dungeon master. And that it's a game. There's, you know, it should just be left at that. I think the core of that message, folks, is that D&D is something that's sacred, right? D&D, Pathfinder, you know, Game of Thrones, mini, whatever the tabletop miniature game, but in specifically, or but specifically, excuse me, Dungeons and Dragons has a sense of sacredness. You come to the table, gathered with your friends, you're breaking bread, and you're telling a story. You know that that's pr- at the at the primal level of human interaction. We have been doing that for you know since the dawn of of human beings. So in this regard, I will say I don't think it's as evil as some people say it is, or it's as you know immoral or even as bad as people say it is. So I think personally that there are some benefits to it. I think that when you pay for a DM, you're committing to a specific style of play. You're committing to a specific type of game. You're saying, hey, for everyone that pays to play in this game, you have to show up on time. You have to bring, you know, whatever food or whatever for yourself that you want. And you also are going to expect a certain level of professionalism from the game master. You're going to expect a sense of professionalism that goes beyond the standard, you know, your friends just DMing and all this other stuff. You're expecting, hey, I'm expecting a good game, a, you know, really immersed um, version of this world, and I'm expecting some professionalism and someone who knows what they're talking about. I believe that these this paid services or these paid services offer that. I think that you know y- when you pay for this type of service, it's got, it's like going to a restaurant. 
when you pay um, for the food, you're not just paying for the food at a restaurant. You're paying for the experience. You're paying for the convenience. Again, there's an example. If you go to a fast food restaurant, you're paying for the speed and convenience of a cheap meal. If you go to a restaurant, you're paying for the experience and the quality of food. In the same way, when you pay for the services of a DM, you are expecting a DM or a GM to give you and your friends a great game and you're expecting that game to be at a certain level of, you know, almost like customer service and excellence. So I think actually there's more pressure on the game master to produce something of good quality than it is for the player. Now, one could say, okay, perhaps, you know, this, you know, it's a bit of a weird business and I get that and it's a bit of a weird business model, but let's look at this too. There are a lot of businesses and companies within the gaming space. We look at, you know, dice companies and miniatures companies. We look at um, media companies within the tabletop gaming world. And we think to ourselves, cool, more, you know, more uh, companies that are going into the market allows competition. That's, again, it's good competition and allows for that competition to drive services and to drive excellent uh, services or goods. Same thing with the paid GM or paid DM service industry. There's no difference professionally between the paid services of a dungeon master slash game master from any other type of business that's related to D&D or related to gaming. You know, I've seen these people make people happy and bring people closer together, but from a monetarily, you know, from a monetary perspective, there's no difference. You are providing again, I'm I'm it's I'm repeating myself, but there's a point. You're providing a service and a, you know, well, you could I guess you can say they're goods, but you're providing services to a mass audience of people. Let me throw an example at you all. Let's say that I am a game store owner and I say, you know what? I don't have time to be running games while running the business. I'm going to hire someone to run games for me at the game store. I'm going to pay them whatever their service fee is or maybe hire them out as a subcontractor and pay them for the services. It allows me as the game store owner to go about my day running the game store while they get to kind of be the face of the games and and be a certain person. It's kind of mutually beneficial. But again, I see both sides of the story and I know that some folks may disagree with this and that's totally fine. I don't fault them for it. I don't fault anyone for believing in what they believe in. Personally, I understand that the attitude towards paid DMing or GMing um, just may be a little bit weird. It's also something that um, people have said to me, hey, you know what? They should just stick to gaming and that's fine. But I also feel that um, part of this is that we view this game and we view our gaming time as something that's sacred. 
Um, so when you throw money into it, it seems a little bit tarnished. It seems a little bit personal at that point. Um, personally, like I've stated before, I don't see anything wrong. I actually think my prediction is that this type of service is going to be uh, more popular in the future. So it's going to be, yes, popular in the future of gaming in general because you'll have vloggers and streamers and all these other kind of quasi-media companies popping up and they may say, hey, you know what? I want to hire a professional DM to create a uh, streaming show. In the future, I think that there will be people... You know, maybe companies they'll say, kind of like sports teams, that they'll say, hey, you're the best GM or you're the best DM around. And, you know, let's say the southeast, you know, in southeast um, part of the U.S., we want you to DM this D&D game. We'll pay you X amount of dollars and we'll go from there. Because what's going to happen is that they're going to create a really good game with really good players and bring income in the form of subscriptions, followers. Um, they'll bring advertisements, or you know, product placements, and all these other things. That, from a company perspective, that sounds great. That sounds like something that's going to happen, and that's going to do really well. And that's just one you know, part of the spectrum. I could see um, this infiltrating in the other parts of corporate. Think uh, where you know you're going to think about team building activities, and you're going to say, "Hey, you know what? I you know I love D and D, but I'm the manager of this you know team, and I can't really, I you know I don't really want to lead my my players or my rather my team my you know my direct reports my teammates in this. I want someone else to lead them so that I can play with them and be in that kind of." one-on-one scenario with them and, and, and have that team cohesion. So I'm going to hire this, you know, um, paid GM and go from there. I think, though, all this will probably transpire within the next five years. I may be wrong. I may be right. But my gut tells me that these type of services are going to be a big part of the future. Again, think of it like sports. In sports, you know, they hire certain quarterbacks. They draft certain players. It's going to be the same thing. If you're going to want to build a stream and have that as the entertainment, just like in video games, you're going to be doing this for tabletop. At the end of the day, it shouldn't be demonized. Anything that, you know, any of the monetizing services shouldn't be demonized. They should really, you know, we as a community should really support them, Um, whether it's a blog um, any other, you know, maybe social media, or maybe it's a podcast. Either way, we should support those people um, who are trying to monetize, who are trying to make this a living, whether it's just to pay some of the bills or whether it's because they're passionate about it. Either way, if they're passionate about it, we should support them. It's like supporting your local game store. That person is passionate about gaming. And it's our duty as people in the community to support them because it provides us with more gaming entertainment and it provides us with more stuff. Um, I think all these avenues, you know, they give the community more exposure um, and it leads to more games to be produced. Like I stated, 
when you have more people enter the market and compete with one another, they're competing by creating better quality games and more and just more games in general. You know, everyone thought that, you know, gaming at one point was going to be a big waste of time. But then if you remember, I don't personally play this game, but Kyle, um, aka Bugga, uh, and I, again, I might be mispronouncing it, but uh, Bugga Gearsdorf won three million Again, $3 million for winning the Fortnite Cup. So, you know, tabletop gaming is going to be taking the place. Well, not it's not going to replace, but it's going to be having its place just like video gaming is. So, whoever in whatever form of monetization that, you know, someone does for D&D or for gaming, support them, folks. It's up to you. To really say, you know what, I'm going to support them and I'm going to even be intrigued by this and go see how you can support the community and you, you know, can enter into the market and all that good stuff. Well, that's it, folks. This the episode. I really appreciate y'all in the audience for listening in. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And if you like today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on all forms of social media and Again, appreciate all the support, and as always, keep gaming.